slow down this technology, stop buying the next greatest, stop using your biometrics as, as commerce, your, your, your face or your fingerprint or your palm or your retina and yeah, all, all the voice, all that stuff, like get that out of buying stuff with it, slow down technology, the harvesting of information, you put, put your phone in the Faraday bags to slow that aggregation down and get back into nature because that's where we're going to start to heal and keep our life force up. Did you know that electronic devices have a major impact on our health and that technology is silently impacting our mood, our digestive function, and even causing major diseases such as cancer? And that connection with nature is so important in resetting our natural frequency to optimize cellular function. In our modern age of technology, we are surrounded by electromagnetic fields, also known as EMFs. And these are emitted by various devices such as smartphones, laptops, and Wi-Fi routers. While these technological advancements have certainly improved our lives, there is a growing concern about the potential impact of EMFs on our health. And at the same time, it is essential to recognize the importance of connecting with nature to maintain a balanced and healthy lifestyle. Welcome back, athletes. I'm your host, Sherry Shaban, and with each episode, I am honored to be your coaching guide in the journey to fall in love with fitness and ultimately yourself. My intention in each episode is to help you release the old story of who you are and step into the one you are always meant to be. Through these conversations, together, we will step away from focusing on the doing and step into the being so that health and fitness is not just what you do, but who you are. In today's episode with Justin Franson, a seasoned performance coach and EMF expert, we gather actionable insights into how electronic devices impact our physical performance and overall well-being. Leveraging nature's grounding forces, Justin provides a fresh perspective on maintaining vitality in the age of information. I'm going to invite you to check out all the links that we have for you here in the show notes to grab some of the little devices and suggestions Justin has for us to help us restore our natural EMF. Now, the key takeaways from this episode that you're going to be walking away with today is number one, what the impact of device proximity and the importance of creating space and distance is. Number two, how electronic devices affect athletes and general health. Number three, how to implement actionable steps to mitigate EMF and realign with natural rhythms. Four, why is it necessary to connect with nature? Five, the benefits of using grounding bags filled with hand-mind crystals to protect and recharge the body's energy. Six, effects of EMF on fertility and children. And seven, the importance of awareness and understanding in our environment. Now, just as a quick, quick announcement before we go ahead and meet Justin, I just want to remind you that we have an upcoming retreat this October, October 12th to 19, 2024 in Lefkada, Greece. And so if you've been struggling with self-sabotaging behavior and other non-serving habits such as unwanted eating behavior, then this retreat is for you. Now, if you go ahead and rate and review this podcast on iTunes and send over the screenshot to Sherry at SherryShabon.com, then you are going to grab a $500 voucher to join me this October in Lefkada, Greece. All right, athletes, now without further ado, let's go ahead and meet Justin. 
Hi, Justin. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Sherry, for having me on. I'm so excited you're here. I love that first connection that we made. A lot of things that you already spoke about just were massive aha moments to me. But I just have to first address this tan that you have going on because I'm a little <laughs> bit jealous. I'm, I am like in the cold now for a few months. And so I know you live in a very beautiful space. And, and I'm just super curious, first and foremost, what that is for you, just living in a beautiful environment where you are connected to water and you have access to nature. What does that do for your soul? It feeds it. And that's going to be the theme of this whole conversation is to get outside and get grounded by nature because that is our nature. We are a light being, we're a holograph of light. We do really well when we get out and then our cells communicate through light. So the more we can get out into nature and get grounded and, and receive all the benefits that she provides, you're going to see vitality just blossom for you. So beautiful. And you're a performance coach and it's, I find so rare to actually be having these conversations. And I know you're also an expert in EMF, which I want to get into in just a moment, but something around your background is super curious. And I, and I think what you started to notice was the impact of maybe devices or electronic devices or wearable technology on your athletes, which is what sort of sparked this whole journey for you. So maybe we could just take a moment to share your story and why this work is so important for you. Yes, Sherry, I started athleticism.com 25 years ago, actually 26 now working with amateur and professional athletes doing nerve work for sports performance. And I saw athletes breaking down from wearable technology. One in particular had one of the strongest, fittest guys come through our program. He's wearing a smartwatch and he said, Hey, Justin, I have pain right at my wrist, like right around my watch. And I said, let's take the watch off. That's radiation. Yeah. So, and the pain went away right away and his arm function slowly started to restore. So for me, that was over a decade ago. That was the aha moment where I really wanted to dive into the understanding of how we're one with nature and how this electricity stuff, whether it's just electricity or wireless, is so different than us. Wow. As you're talking, I'm, I'm coming back to Rocky Five. I think it was Rocky Five, where remember like Rocky was like out there lifting up logs and, and doing all this like connection with nature to get super fit. And then of course he's, you know, training and, and competing against the Russian who's got all the technology and he's got all the, the drugs and everything. <laughs> performance. And so here I am like just imagery as you're talking. And this is super interesting because we're in a very interesting moment where technology is very advanced. And now we know about heart rate variability. We know about all these things and all of these gadgets to actually pick up and sense all these things. So I just want to understand what it is that we're trying to say here is there a conflict now between technology and really getting into all the details of all of our numbers and statistics and actually reconnecting to nature and reconnecting to the body itself yes there's some protocols we want to really establish with this and technology is not going anywhere it's only getting stronger and faster and and just closer to us and proximity so we just have to start to learn to use it, not allow it to use us. And that's going to be the key for keeping our, our health and our energy force filled up. Because if we're being inundated on stressor in our environment, it's going to chip away at our energy field, which will then in turn chip away at the biology in our body. So you don't want to test every day. Like that's, that's a big, big thing. And your test for athletes, we do a baseline midpoint and an endpoint. And people are using technology just the wrong way. They're using these smartwatches and they're testing how many steps they took or, or, or how 
how well they slept or oh, when to eat, all this stuff. Well, you got to connect to God, understand, get grounded and listen to your body. And that will guide you more so than technology ever will. So interesting. So I'm now super guilty about this garment I'm wearing, which I need to track my steps in all the time. In fact, because I haven't put in my runs and my workouts lately, it says I'm in a detraining phase, which is like stressing me out because I'm not detraining. But this is so interesting. I, again, just coming back to where do we draw that line? So there, there's usefulness around obviously monitoring our status and, and where we are and our progress essentially. But then it also starts to impact and affect our electromagnetic field. And maybe what we have to do is first talk about the electromagnetic field so that maybe the listener can connect a little bit more around this conversation. Yes, you got it. Well, if we look at what our environment is, that's a big question I ask everyone is, hey, what's your environment? And our environment is everything around us and it could allow us to thrive or it could kill us instantly, literally. And we're seeing a lot of that in the cold climates right now. So I'm going to lean in on the atmosphere part of the environment. So our air is ether plasma and waves travel through that air. And that's how we're able to communicate from you being in Michigan. I'm in Southern California. So there's waveforms that are unpolarized and they're native waveforms. And that's the framework of our entire universe. We call it the living collective intelligence matrix, where we're all one, we're all connected. And we do that through these resonances of scalar waves. They're unpolarized. So our biofield goes out, you know, they say six to eight feet. And it's not just a straight line out of my right ear. <laughs> it's in every direction. So that's this, this essence of everything has a resonance. And another example would be if I dropped a pebble in a pond, Sherry, the resonance of the pond distributes equally in every direction, right? So that's a scalar way. That's a framework for our entire universe. Now, to the contrary, all non-native man-made electromagnetic fields are all one directional waveforms or they don't work. That's why we see cell tower panels facing every direction because they have to broadcast in these certain directions. And our bodies just aren't used to that. It's a different waveform than we're designed to sleep rev and optimize with. And then it's way faster. So uh, the speeds of them are really important to understand as well. Wow. Okay. So impactful. So now, of course, we want to talk a little bit about what we can start to do. I know you're you're referring to athletes that maybe are at high performance, but let's say on a regular day-to-day -day basis, we all have a cell phone, an iWatch, an i thing, and an i. We have like all kinds of gadgets, right? So what do we do? How do we start to actually protect ourselves? And what can we maybe even notice as a need to protect ourselves from some of that interference? Well, the easiest way to protect yourself is to identify the stressor first. And so you could do that through getting meters. There's electrical meters, some meter milligoss or dirty electricity. There's a Stetzer electric meter you plug in the wall and that'll tell you the amps to volts, like how much static is in the line. And then there's the wireless meters. They call them acoustometers where they measure all the wireless signals. And so each of those meters is designed to measure the speed of a waveform at certain speeds. So milligoss is slower speed, like 50 to 60 hertz or convert hertz to a wave per second. That's 50 to 60 waves per second. 
a dirty electricity meter is 4,000 to 100,000 waves per second. A wireless is 50 million to billions of waves per second. So when you can get a meter, you can start to really identify them. If for some reason, just knowing that something's electrical doesn't <laughs> connect to you, makes sense. So you can show someone, and it's really great to show child. It's like, hey, this phone right here, it's not just quiet right now. It's you point a acoustometer at it and it starts screaming. And that's the frequency and the sounds that our body hears, our nervous system hears that most animals, most humans can't hear, but most animals hear. Plants could feel it as well. So the meters are great to understand that once you start to identify the stuff, then we could develop proximity protocols and so, hey, Sherry, if you want to take X amount of steps per day, well, and you do your certain amount of run or what have you, you just test it one time and then you have that baseline and you can kind of go up and down from there. So you don't have to wear a watch every day. You maybe want to wear it every once every four months, like literally. And you just know how your body feels and listen to what your body's asking because it'll your own intuition, the resonance of the universe, like we're designed to be these self-healing mechanisms, but we're disconnecting ourselves from nature and all the information that nature provides. Like, I don't need to know to wear a watch to know what time it is. I just look outside. I can tell by the angle of the sun, the brightness, you know, what exactly what time it is of the day and knowing when I got up and, and how much, how many hours have passed since then. So for the most part, I'm pretty much on point on just telling what time it is. And I don't wear a watch at all. So you can really hone these skills in by just listening to your body and having a little more awareness with everything. And so once you develop those proximity protocols, that's going to be the way to to help deal with it. But then the next step is to get outside and get grounded by nature. Wow. So once you're in nature, then you could heal from it and recharge that body battery. Cause Eileen McCusick will talk about us as a body battery. We get a negative charge from the earth. We get a positive charge from the sun and we breathe in minerals. Hopefully we get it from our food and then we drink the water for the conductivity, but that's how our body battery works. And if we're missing any one of those components, we're not getting that light from the sun. Like we talked about early, you're not having your chi and your life force as strong as it should be and could be. And so then the last part is really relevant right now for you. And a lot of people that are in regions get really cold when you can't get outside and it's too cold to do that or get out there as often as I do living in Southern California, bring the resonance of the earth into your home. And that's what we've created as grounding bags. Our EMF rocks grounding bags help do that. Wow. Okay. You're amazing. Okay. This is just like absolutely blowing my mind in every way. I think the most impactful thing is 10 years ago, you're noticing this thing happening with your athlete and that brings you down this rabbit hole of all this information and discovery. I'm just, the, just absolutely blown away by it. And the other thing that you said was this body battery, which absolutely makes so much sense. So earth is, is grounding and then the sun, so that's the positive charge, right? So we're going from earth, from sun through the body, right? Restoring chi, activating chi, and then into the earth. So any one of those components that are missing, that's where we start to see the breakdown maybe in natural function in the body. 
What I'm curious about, Justin, is what does that breakdown look like? So you shared with us an example, let's say your athlete having wrist pain. How else can this manifest? Uh, in so many ways. And that's where that's where they've been able to get around rolling the stuff out at such extreme levels because literally every single health challenges is directly correlated to EMF challenges. So the first, what happens is there's a vibration effect, Sherry, where the cells open up and they call it the voltage gated calcium channel. Those are four big words for saying that's the gateway for energy to go into the powerhouse of your cell, which is the mitochondria. That gateway is disrupted. So literally your cellular energy is disrupted right out of the gate. And that's what Dr. Martin Paul discovered. Whether it's low level electricity, it can be just electricity in our homes and everyone lives in electricity. You know, these, we call them homes, they're electrical boxes. And then that's all the way up to all the wireless stuff. So which are faster speed forms. So yeah, that's, that's really tricky, but what it does, the next steps, and there's, there's multiple steps. So I might be long-winded on this answer, but it'll be really profound when you hear it all. It calcifies your pineal gland. So you don't, aren't able to connect to God. It destructures water. The first bandwidth that destructures water is 2.45 gigahertz. And that's what these cell phones and these devices, that's the minimum level that they're at. And so we're literally destructuring the water. So we're dehydrating our environment outside and then our bodies inside as well. Now, I go into, we call level one, two, and three. Level one would be most people are going to feel the cognitive effects of EMF. So lack of focus, memory, anxiety, fatigue, stress, headaches, ringing the ears, behavioral challenges, lack of sleep. Like those are going to be the first levels that most people will go like, man, something's really off. I'm really wonky. It's all cognitive because all the nerve endings, like everything is up. You know, all this fascia connections are so profound in the head region. And then you go into the second level, which would be non-trauma concussion symptoms. So more nausea, vomiting, uh, rashes on the skin, seizures or muscle twitches, more severe headaches of a migraine. The level three would be the bigs, cancer, suicide, diabetes, Alzheimer's disease, cardiovascular disease. And then the biggest one we're seeing now is infertility. And our governments are trying to cover it up with all the 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 immigrants allowing, you know, the borders to open so we can balance that population out. So the other aspect of this, what I see clinically with clients. So I'm a performance coach. I work with all these athletes and I can test through muscle testing that their eyes, their teeth, their thymus and their intestine areas. Those are the four areas that are the weakest links for athletes. Those are the four areas. It's like an athlete, like a joint will be a weak link for him. Mostly, oh, I sprained my ankle or my wrist. Really common injuries. Those are the four weak links for the body for EMF. And you could use our grounding bags as a self-home care protocol. You can tap on them and, and cover each of those areas. And that'll recharge it, which is a really cool thing to do. But so what I see is we see the mitochondria we see the a stressor in the biofield 
that chips away at the chemistry and the cellular energy of the body. We see areas get decharged, I feel. And then from there, you start to see cognitive challenges that lead into more serious ones with, with a longer exposure to the challenges at high levels. Wow. Wow. There's so much to unpack here. That was absolutely amazing and so informative. And as you're talking, I'm just coming back to this whole pandemic where we were forced to stay inside. We obviously had a lot of collection connection now to electronic devices. Now we're on our phone and our computers and maybe some of us are not working. And so you start to see a lot of the symptoms that you just spoke about during that time of the pandemic rise. In fact, a lot of people not really understanding where it stems from. And so you're saying the way to address this and reverse this is simply by connecting with nature and yes. And then obviously, well, first and foremost, removing impact of the electronic devices. So how quick is this reversal then of these symptoms? Well, it's instantly when you tap on the bag, like, and you go through that tapping pro, it's instant. It takes a few seconds to recharge an area. The easiest way, Sherry, to get someone better is to clear a stressor out of their world. And that's what we're doing. When you can remove that stressor, not drive an electric car, get rid of the solar on your house, get rid of a smart meter on your house, get rid of the wearable technology, put your phone on airplane mode when you're not using it, you'll see your life force just slowly continue to get stronger and stronger. And then there's a lot of other elements that you want to do to accelerate that. If there's fascia work, Gary Lineham has a great fascia program that I love. There's adding silica back into your world. Silica, you can get it in diatomaceous earth. That's basically what we're made of, what the universe is, and we're one with it. So when we dehydrate our planet through the chemtrails and the aerosol spraying with, with barium, strontium, Aluminum, it dehydrates our body and our universe. So adding silica back in through diatomaceous earth is a, is a way to jump that up. So there's a lot of different ways we could go with this. This is so fascinating. Oh my goodness. So we have energy centers in the body. Some people refer to them as chakras. And these are magnetic fields in and of themselves. So there is a charge that is located in every energy center because of the nerve plexus that's there. So are these wearable devices then more impacting on these energy centers? I guess my question is, does it really matter where you place these devices? So let's say on the wrist, that's far away from the heart center. Whereas now we're talking about thymus, that's now moving more towards heart center. So does it matter where you're wearing these devices or is it just being exposed to these devices or being near them for a prolonged amount of time that results in these symptoms and this impact? Well, I think the proximity to the body in certain places, you're going to have more tissues that can absorb more stuff. And so if a woman puts a cell phone in her bra right over her breast, you're going to start to see more breast cancer come out right there. So if it's in the hand, hand cancer is not as common as breast cancer. So there, there are benefits, but if you're wearing a smartwatch, that's right over your pulse point. That's literally on the other side of your pulse. So why would we want something there? And then if you're sleeping with it, that's right next to your brain. And we just have to have a little more awareness when we're going into this stuff. So let me go into the speed of the wave. So when you're in a, when you're sleeping, your brainwave state is in one or below one to eight Hertz or waves per second. So you have a Delta brainwave state and the theta is four to eight. When our athletes are in the flow, their brainwave states 
eight to like 13 hertz or waves per second. So we rev really low and slow when we're recovering and when we're in our high level, highest level of performance, really similar to the, the healing pulse of the earth, which we call the Schumann resonance. And that's known to be about 7.83 hertz or waves per second. So we're right in that same spectrum with what the earth is. And so when you're putting something that's 2.45 billion ways per second on up with these new 5G phones right next to you, you're sleeping, the other side of your bed has a couple of smart meters for the front and back unit of your place, or you, know, you have Wi-Fi on all night and, and Bluetooth and all this stuff all around you, your brain tries to figure out what's pinging it so you don't get into restorative sleep, so you go into twilight sleep but it's always a stressor on the body. So even if it's right on you, there's some components to it, but even environmentally, we got to learn to create some space and distance with the stuff. And the further away from you, every inch further away from you, there's less absorption. Wow. This is, this is so fascinating. Okay. So I want to just slow down a moment and just come back first to the EMF crystals I'm first of all, so fascinated by crystals. I'm wearing black onyx. So this is like sort of my jam. So talk to me a little bit about that. I know you also mentioned that the way that we can start to restore a little bit of maybe what's is missing around what we're needing to have that chi flow is going to maybe alleviate itself by bringing some earth back into our house. So is this a way that you bring earth into your home? Is it also through plants? Like how, how can we actually do that? What can we do that's tangible as a first step to take today? Well, emfrocks.com, we have grounding bags. Inside the grounding bags are hand mined crystals. They're beautiful pink crystals. They have moisture and magnetic properties in them. So shungite, black amethyst, black tourmaline, they're all really well-known crystals that have magnetic resonances, but they don't have a moisture content in them like ours do. So that's the difference. So what we do is we really want to have the combination for EMF protection. So what we've done is we've put those crystals in a more of a decorative cloth bag and we, we deploy them as a grounding bag. These grounding bags are literally about one pound of the hand mine crystals and they're sold through doctor clinics all around the country. They're one of the leading natural EMF protection products out there. And the resonance is so powerful that I mentioned we can tap on them to clear your energy of any stuck EMF because we get stuck stuff in our biofield. And Eileen McCusick has a tuning fork system to clear your biofield. You can do it just by getting out in nature and breathing. You can do it through fashion maneuvers. You can do it through tapping you know, on the bag. So this grounding bag is just really profound to have with you. You put it on your bed, you'll sleep 3% to 60% deeper. So that's incredible. There's not really much out there where you can see a consistent level of that increase of your deep sleep. And that's what Rodney White, he's a chiropractor out of Nebraska, tested for three months with our products. That's amazing. So we are adding that to the show notes. So the link is below if you want to grab some crystals. And Justin, I'm going to grab some. So now you have to teach me how to use them. First of all, how many bags do I need? And where do I place them? Do I put one in my purse at all times? Do I leave one under my pillow? Like, like hook me up here. How do I do this? Yes. Yeah, so one on your bed or underneath it, as long as it's touching your bed. And I like it at the head of the bed because that's where 
all the stuff happens. And five together, five grounding bags together on the floor of your home, you'd place them just centrally located and that'll clear 2000 square feet space. So the, the more of uh, the crystals you put together, the bigger resonance that it has versus triangulating it around certain space. So we like doing it that way. And then you can also put them in your car. So one behind the driver's seat. If you drive an electric car, unfortunately, sitting on a massive battery has never been good for your health and it never will be. So I encourage everyone to stay away from electric cars. I know the batteries are freezing now. The charging stations are freezing now. So they can stop and control your distance. You can stop your car anytime. The way they mine them isn't great for the environment. But the worst part about the electric cars, other than all those and so much more, is that it's 18% lower testosterone when you drive an electric car. So that battery and the vibration really is so disruptive hormonally to guys and girls. So we want to clear that. So if someone's driving an electric car, they need seven. If someone has solar in their home, it acts, you know, cause you're having to store stuff in a battery. So that's going to be that same vibration. So we need a couple more bags. So seven in the homes that have solar on them. And those are the protocols. And you could put one on your bed, desk, car seat and, and then we also have minis for a, a purse, for a guy's pocket or a backpack for the kids. And they're great for on-the-go protection. So it's a, it's a more smaller, really on-the-go way to protect yourself from EMF. So, and that's just per one person. You can charge them, put them outside. The minis, you got to recharge them every week or two. Just put them on the ground for a handful of minutes. So the full size that once every month or two or three is fine. They they hold the they hold their resonance really well. They don't need to be cleared that much, but but people have noticed benefits when they put them outside for 15, 20 minutes every so often. This is this and yeah. 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 And and they last for years. So they'll last for two to four years. Just keep them sealed, use them as is and keep them out of extreme heat, keep them out of the wash, and they'll last for years. So we're addressing, and we just spoke about all the things that manifest in adults. And so we also spoke about fertility issues. And it seems that for males, that there's a direct impact on sperm count. And I would imagine also for females too, it must interfere with the cycle. And so what about kids? How, How can we start to see also a lot of this EMF start to manifest in kids? Well, just on the fertility side, women's ovaries absorb 10 times the amount of radiation than any other part of their body, and they don't get to replenish them. Guys can replenish their sperm, women don't. So it's really disruptive in a lot of ways. And for kids, they just, their skulls aren't fully developed. So they don't have the blood brain barriers protection from the skull. And so they're going to get inundated more and behavioral challenges as well. And then obviously, the, the most brilliant, evil marketing plan of, of technology is let's create a laptop computer and with a battery and a router <laughs> and put it over our reproductive organs. So that's literally what they're doing. So that's going to disrupt that reproduction so, so much. So really encourage the kids, keep them out of electric cars, 
keep that technology off of their and off of their reproductive organs and keep those cell phones away from their heads, get the Bluetooth out of their, their inner ear, their airway canal, that's a canal directly to the brain essentially. So we, we gotta start to heighten this level of awareness of what our environment is and, and really get back into the connection of being one with nature. This is so amazing. You know, the conversation that we always get in society about addressing health is diet and exercise, diet and exercise. Right. And this is part of our diet. We don't actually look at it this way, but this is part of our diet. And our diet is everything we are consuming, including our electromagnetic interference from what would be natural to us. And so I know you are somebody who's super authentic and I know you live what you preach. And so could you walk us through what a typical day in Justin Franson's life looks like? Like, how do you audit all of the things in your life to make sure that you're constantly in check with your EMF? I have to boast and brag a little bit, but Monday, Monday, the water temp was 57 degrees and there were dolphins in our cove in Laguna Beach for about a couple hours. And so when they came down to the south end, I just had to go jump in and swim with the dolphins for about 30 minutes. So when you go underwater, when there's animals, those, those dolphins, mammals in the water, you can hear their sounds. They're so loud. They're eking, like they're, they're, they're squeaky, eeky voice. It is beautiful and loud as can be. You can heal when whales are in our area as well. You can hear the sounds that they make totally different. And, and then when there's an electric foil board, it sounds like noise pollution. So when you go underwater, you could start to hear this stuff. But anyhow, going back to what I do, I get grounded a lot. So I'm barefoot in the mornings and at nights and walking outside, walk the dog, I'm in the water surfing or free diving or swimming, doing open water, ocean swims, stand up paddle, playing beach volleyball, barefoot, you know, the other parts of the day if I can. And so a lot of the time, especially on the weekends, I'll be outside at a beach and barefoot on, you know, in the water, but that's blessed to live there and have that proximity. But that's what people will start to do is get to parks, get outside into nature and touch a tree, hug a tree, uh, get that resonance back in you. And, and, you know, obviously 57 degrees is cold. It's not as cold as where you guys are, but when you're in it for you know, 20, 30 minutes, it, it's taxing on the body, but your body will get used to that. But that's where you got to feed your soul with those elements and stressors and stress them appropriately for your body. And, and so I do just a ton of getting grounded by nature and, and as far as light, so I, we have a window straight uh, in front of me. So this is all natural light. I'm not lit up with a bunch of white light and inside I have natural light on me right now. So my computer's hardwired, the phone, you know, it goes in a Faraday bag when I'm not using it, 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 you know, it goes on airplane mode, all our electrical devices are turned on airplane mode and off at night and charged outside of where we are sleeping. I, I getting the circadian rhythm with the universe and the lighting of the, of when it's light out, it's daytime, when it's nighttime, it's time to turn down and, and rest and go to sleep. And so I get the blue light out of my world there's just so many components to awareness to these pillars for health, 
which will help anyone increase their vitality and understanding the theme again, understanding that we're one with nature and to, and to really connect to that and under, and know your environment. This is so beautiful. I just, I love this balance that you have with using technology and using it for whatever its purpose is for, and then also disconnecting from it. And so there's this beautiful place that we can all learn from. And it's interesting because we're all actually connected to technology all the time at all times, no matter what we're doing when we're sleeping, when we're cooking, when we're driving. And so this is so important to notice. And I really love this conversation, Justin, and I love you and I love everything you have to say. Thank you. So impactful. I've learned so much from you today. Was there anything else that you wanted to share that you didn't have a chance to just yet? Definitely. If you guys don't believe me, what I'm saying, pick up the book, The Invisible Rainbow by Arthur Furstenberg. He categorized the history of electricity and life, and he directly correlates every period of time where a lot of people got sick and adapted. And those times before 1889, 130 years ago, about when we put electricity in the home. So before electricity came into our home, anytime there was a lot of people that got sick, they were exact same times as cosmic shifts to solar flares in the atmosphere. So our body will naturally adapt ever since 1889, and electricity was in our home, they call the flu, the flu to that because it would fly in and fly out with those solar flares and those shifts when people would adapt. But once we introduced electricity, the flu was here to stay. And then in 1918, the Spanish flu, that was the first time they rolled out radio waves. And then there's correlations between satellites being launched and the Hong Kong flu, and then radar for World War II, and then everyone knows 5G the last several years. So really relook at this germ theory and viruses are the bad guy. I know there's firemen in every fire. We really want to understand that if you pollute this ocean, then I go swim in it, I'm going to get sick because my body's adapting to it. It's the same concept of if we pollute the environment around us at these extreme levels, and notch that ratchet up on the on the strength of it, our bodies will adapt to it at the level we're capable and when we need to. And that's really the essence of not living in fear and understand that we've never been electrified at this level with electromagnetic radiation. We've never seen that before. So slow down this technology, stop buying the next greatest, stop using your biometrics as, as commerce, your, your face or your fingerprint or your palm or your retina and all the voice, all that stuff, like get that out of buying stuff with it, slow down technology, the harvesting of information, you put, put your phone in the Faraday bags to slow that aggregation down and really get back into nature because that's where we're going to start to heal and keep our life force up. So good. So good, Justin. Thank you so much for your time today and for all this wisdom and insight. And so if someone wanted to reach out to you to learn more or to pick up some of your products, where can they go to do that? Thanks, Sherry. EMFrocks.com and athleticism.com. We have all of our curated health products, including MCT oils, which help uh, buffer insulin spiking from the electricity. Because when people, diabetics will fly in an airplane, their insulin will spike when everyone turns on the Wi-Fi. 
like a couple hundred points and they'll get bloody noses. So MCT oil will help buffer that for them. And we have toothpaste and it's just so many incredible products on athleticism. Amazing. We're going to add that all into the show notes too. So thanks again for your time, Justin. I'm sure we'll be reconnecting again soon. Thank you, Sherry. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fall in Love with Fitness. Whether you're already on your fitness journey or just getting started, we're in this together. Just head on over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave a review, and you'll be entered into the drawing to win my six-week transformation course. Then go to fallinlovewithfitness.com and get your free gift from me so you get back your energy and reinvigorate your life. Join me on the next episode, and remember, you are an inspiration.